Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey guys, welcome back to Three Terrible Gamers Podcast. This is episode 60, and I'm here with Colin. Hey guys. We have two topics from last week, and then we'll get into this week's like usual, so we'll just jump into it. So we talked about this a couple weeks ago, Assassin's Creed Mirage for mobile, and the reviews are out. Uh... Yeah, I didn't know they'd done that for mobile games, but I guess since it's an Assassin's Creed day, it was like, ah, screw it, we're going to do it anyways. But anyways, it got a 77 on Metacritic, and just as my normal thing goes, which i just done, the, I've done five games out of the series, the five games that I played, okay. uh, which was Assassin's Creed 1 through 4 and then uh, Origins. But the original was 81, 2 was 90, 3 was an 84, 4 was an 88, and then Origins was an 81. So, even though it's a mobile game, it still pretty much falls in line with, it's a little bit lower, but yet again, it's a mobile game, so you kind of expect that. Yeah, right. So you didn't play Red Flag or Black Flag? Is, uh, 4 is Black Flag. Oh, is it? Okay. I didn't know there was a Red Flag. Which one's Red Flag? I don't know. I don't know the order of them. I'm not that big in the Assassin's Creed. I did play Black Flag. It's the only one I've played. Are you thinking of Free as Red Flag since it's like based on the Revolutionary War? I think there's an actual Red Flag, I believe. I don't know. I've been checking this stuff now because I'm curious. I mean, there may not be, but I'm pretty sure there is. Well, my death wish coffee, death wish coffee search. Uh, maybe not. Uh, 
Assassin's Creed. No, maybe not. Assassin's, Assassin's Creed Red is what I was thinking of. Oh. Not Red. Close enough for government work. And terrible podcasting. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's Assassin's Creed Red. Gotcha. No, I didn't play that one. But anyway, uh, yeah, so Metacritic, 77, with 91 critic reviews, and a 7.7 user score of 757 users. So it's getting sevens, 77 and 7.7, so sevens all around for Assassin's Creed Mirage. And I haven't tried it because, you know, like I said before, I don't care a whole lot for mobile games, and I'm not that big in Assassin's Creed like I just mentioned, so... I get into them, and then it's just like it's not enough to keep me around. Like I, I played them all. Like like I said, I played the first four and then Origins, but I've never beat a single one of them. I just, I played them, but like I said, they haven't kept my interest long enough to try to beat them. Yeah, just yeah, I never beat Black Flag either. It's just nothing that kept my interest going really. Because the first free I got on deal at GameStop, and then. Black Flag, I believe, was a game with gold back I in think the day. So. And then Origins, I bought. And like I said, still, I played probably two hours worth of it. And haven't played it since. Yeah. All right. Up next, here's a franchise that I played a crap ton when I was younger. Guitar Hero Rumors have surfaced. Uh, yeah, I kind of figured this would happen since it was, you know, another Activision game. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Guitar Hero is rumored to make a comeback as part of Microsoft Ac- Microsoft's ac- acquisition of Activision Blizzard. There's too many A names back and forth. Uh, according to reports, Activision CEO Bobby Kotick hinted at the game's return during a town hall meeting with Activision Blizzard employees. Yeah. So, uh, in that same report, that he touched on what gaming could look like in the next 10 years as he looked back on Activision's back catalog comprised of the likes of Pitfall, River Raids, Kaboom, and Guitar Hero. The re-immersed Reemergence of Guitar Hero and other things would not be possible without the different types of resources, and so you know, just endless possibilities for the future that just incredibly excite. So, I seriously doubt we'll see Guitar Hero remakes because you know all the licensing with the music and all that crap. It'd be easier just to make a new one, and I think that's something that could happen. I think Microsoft will try to pick franchises that were successful in the past and try to bring them back not just the ones that are successful now like call of duty and others uh qatar here could be one of those i don't know how they would try to do it if they would i mean obviously you have to have some kind of physical instrument to play but i don't know if they could modernize it somehow instead of just i don't know It'd be interesting to see what they come up with. 
and because to me an idea of a big plastic guitar and big drum sets kind of old but i don't know how else they would do it but knowing microsoft will come up with some kind of idea to change it up if they do it to try to make it maybe cheaper for them was the old ones wired correct uh no i don't they had a like a wireless receiver in them for the ps2 anyway and the xbox 360 gotcha that's what i was double checking because yeah it definitely seems like it will be uh i mean of course they have the money up front especially since you know right it's already come out else but yeah it's be weird how they set up for the thing because on guitar hero was obviously the guitars and i might just be thinking of rock band was the one that had drums or the guitar hero have drum set too they had a drum set as well and they both had uh like microphone and stuff like that uh i mean just to me though microsoft would not go as far into because really a guitar controller you're only using it for one game so it's kind of a waste to make it because nobody's going to be playing that all day every day you know most time you just play it once in a while or when you have friends over or something so to me that's a waste of money to make i mean yeah people are buying it from you but Stuff like that sometimes costs more to make than it does to sell it to people. So, oh yeah, and that'd be a gamble they would be taking if if people if there's still a big enough fan base for people to rebuy their stuff like that. Right. So I'm thinking, I don't know how they could do it, make it cheaper, but I'm sure they could find out a way. I mean, yeah, it might feel cheap, but. I mean, it might just bring the nostalgia back anyway. I don't know. We'll have to just see. Even if the franchise makes a comeback, it may not, but I think it will. Didn't they have an accessibility mode where you could play it on a controller originally as well? I'm not sure. I've never tried that. I always played it on the actual instruments. I was thinking there was an accessibility mode, but I could be way wrong. There that. may be. I really don't know. You may be right. Tell us in the comments. Yeah. Let us know. If you were the only player. Yeah. I play a lot of guitar here, but it's been a long, long time. PS2 days. Because when I was at your house. Yeah. Me and Carl, we used to play it all the time, but we had three different Guitar Hero games. I think we had Guitar Hero 2, Guitar Hero 3, and World Tour. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. Good songs in them, though. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, let us know in this, the comments about the accessibility features. But we'll go on to the next topic. This month has been a great month for new games, and so we got the Sonic Superstar reviews here for you. Uh, yeah, they got a 7 out of 10 on IGN, a 75 on Metacritic, and I didn't bother doing a deep dive because there's so many 2D Sonic games. Right. And I remakes played. of the original ones, they, like, they port them to almost every system that comes out. 
So yeah, I didn't do a deep dive on that one. All right. Yeah, so on Metacritic, got a 75 with 47 critic reviews, and the user reviews are a 9.0 with 287 user ratings. And I have also played this game, and while the users on here gave it a 9, I'd give it a 7, 7.5. So that 75 is pretty accurate. There's nothing wrong with the game. It's, it's a good game, but... It's it's 2D Sonic. I mean, there's only so much you can do with it. That's the the graphics are really good because you know they went with that 3D ish 2D Sonic. I guess just put a fresh coat of paint on it, make it less pixelated, basically. But it, I mean, it looks good and it, but it, it's 2D Sonic. It's, at the end of the day, that's what it is. So nothing extraordinary or you know, franchise breaking or anything. It's just 2D Sonic back to its roots. So I give it probably seven and a half, personally. Yeah, so it falls right in line. Pretty much, yep. All right, and another game that released just today? No, yesterday, yesterday. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Yeah, time recording yesterday. Super Mario Bros. Wonder Reviews. Uh, yeah, this one got on, got a 9 out of 10 on IGN, a 10 out of 10 on Nintendo Life. Shocker of course. <laughs> and a 93 on Metacritic. So, I mean, it's a good game all around from, obviously, the critic reviews. It's still no Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild, right. Metacritic-wise. But, I mean, for a 2D Mario game, that's pretty good. But, at the same time, with a 2D Sonic game, it's kind of hard to go wrong. Right. I mean, there's only so many things you can do. I mean... It's pretty good, but yeah, like you said, uh, Metacritic, it's a 93. They say it's a Metacritic must-play, universal acclaim. Um, the user scores with 45 okay. users. Yeah. The user scores with 45 <laughs> users is a 9 out of 10. I have also played this game, and I give it an 8. Like, I mean, it's... it. Give it an 8 or 80%, whatever, but... It's it's good. I mean, it's really good, but it, it's 2D Mario. I mean, it, it, it they did change the formula some, change the graphics. I, some people can't tell the difference, but I can tell the difference in the voice actor with Mario. I mean, it still sounds like Mario, but it, it, there's a difference. Um, I don't know. It, it's fun, but maybe it's just the nostalgia for me, but I think I like Super Mario Bros. Wii. New Super Mario Bros. Wii better. I mean, that's just, maybe it was just the nostalgia and playing with friends and family and stuff, but oh, it's it's good. I'll, I'll beat it, you know, but eight out, eight out of 10 for me. Okay. Not, yeah, I haven't even touched it yet. Yeah. Not a 93. Not a 93. I mean, some people, you know, whatever, Nintendo Life, it's a first-party Nintendo game, so it's going to be 10 out of 10 for them every time, but. Yeah, seems like that's the only games they decide to vote on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep, good game. I mean, I'd say it is a must-play. Both of those are must-plays. Sonic Superstars and Super Mario Bros. Wonder, must-plays. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. 
Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible, where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right. Okay. Moving on. Minecraft officially passes 300 million copies sold. Uh, yeah, they. Okay. <laughs> For whatever reason, my notes jumbled around a little bit. Found it. Uh, Minecraft has been around since, I believe, 2013, so 10 years now. It's been out a while. Give or take. So, it's officially reached the second most, most sold game of all time. Uh, so, I mean, it hit 300 million copies, which, yet again, that's pretty much unheard of since the only game that has more copies sold in any capacity is the original Mario Brothers. With okay. sitting at eight eight hundred million copies sold to today's time, so not even close. So, not even close. But it's still a growing community. I know personally, my brother has is the reason for two of those purchases of the three hundred million. He's bought the game twice on Xbox three hundred and sixty and Xbox One because you know it wasn't backwards compatible. Right. So I don't really count all their sales as legit because they <laughs> double charge people. So not 300 million people have bought it? Nope, not 300 million. Not exactly. I mean, I know at least it's missing two out of that <laughs> million, or at least one. Technically. Personally, I know there's one missing, because I know it got bought twice by one person. Okay. Maybe he's the only one that bought it twice, but I seriously doubt it. I doubt it, because you, it was the same way if you went cross-platform too so if you had a play if you had an xbox and you bought a playstation or if you bought a pc 
you had to buy the game separately. So I'm sure there's people that bought it for every single console they have for it. Probably, yeah. You had not if you had it on your phone too, and I think he had the phone app as well, although it wasn't the full price game, but it was still never eight bucks at the time. Yeah. So I I have bought it once. I don't know why. I don't like Minecraft, but I, I think it was on sale or something, and I bought it. Yeah, I don't think the phone counts as the sales though. I think that's actual like game console. copies, not the yeah console and PC. Yeah. If they count phone games, I'm pretty sure that that's pretty shady. Yeah. Minecraft Pocket Edition is what it's called. Yeah. But yeah, it says video game Minecraft owned by U.S. tech giant Microsoft, where players build virtual worlds, has passed 300 million copies sold. It is announced, I guess, last Sunday. Time recording, cementing its status as the best-selling game ever behind Super Mario Bros. A milestone no one could have dreamed of. So yeah, like I said, I, personally, I'm I have played Minecraft. I played it more on my phone because I had the phone. Actually, I didn't buy it. My sister bought it. I logged into her Apple account, downloaded it on my phone, logged out back into mine. You know, but I did play the game mostly on my phone. I bought it for Xbox one like i said because it's on sale not because i actually enjoy the game that much it's just i'm not very artistic or crafty i guess so i don't have a good imagination so i I don't build good things i just build houses and i've built basketball court and stuff like that and that's about it yeah that's about my stretch one colby i hopped on there once with Colby, and he wanted me to help him beat the Ender Dragon, and I hopped on there and helped him with that. But other than that, I haven't really played a game except to hop on there on creative mode and just build random stuff and blow up stuff. Yeah, I blow up stuff too. I didn't play Survivors, Five, whatever it's called. I always play creative. Yeah, that's what I've done. I didn't see a point in survival mode. Nope. I wasn't there for the challenge. <laughs> Terrible gamer is the name. Yeah. That's right. Right. Another new Sonic game is coming next year, apparently. Uh yeah, supposedly a prologue to Superstars is coming out next year, which I don't know if it's just people speculating since there's DLC coming in springtime for the Superstars game and a movie is set, the third movie is set to release in December. So I don't know if people are just assuming since it's literally, you're getting two things tonic in the same year, you may as well drop something in between in the summertime. So I I mean, take off a grain of salt. I mean, if it is a prologue, Yet again, I haven't played Superstars. I don't know how and how you was talking about it. it's just another 2D Sonic game, basically. How that works chronologically in the first place, since prologues are usually prequels to an extent, because I believe prologues are before the story, then epilogues is after, right? In a book setting? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's actual stories to the Sonic games, but 
I mean, st- the gameplay wise is the same. It's 2D Sonic, but there are stories in them, like kind of similar to Mario games, Mario 2D Mario games. I mean, yeah, if you know the back, I mean, of course, you're going to know the backstory to some extent if you play those games for a certain period of time. But at the same time, it's not like you ever sit down and like, oh, yeah, right, here's the issue at hand, especially in the older titles. Yeah. It's just throw you in, start out, which, of course, now, especially with like Super Mario Wonder and, you know, all those 2D Marios and Sonic games nowadays, you got like a little story driving up to showing what's wrong and why you're doing what you're doing. Well, yet again, in the original Mario and original Sonic, you just dropped into the world and start playing. Right. Yeah. They wasn't too worried about story back then. They were just making a good game to compete with each other. Which, of course, every bit mattered back then, and today they can play around with that stuff because they got all kinds of memory comparing to back in the good old days. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so according to an alleged planning document originally shared on Reddit but since removed, which features a supposed timeline for Sega's upcoming Sonic products. According to the document, the upcoming Knuckles TV show will release in quarter one, 2024, followed by a third season of Netflix show Sonic Prime in the same quarter. Sonic Superstars DLC is listed as to be determined during the year, and a new game is listed for release during the holiday season. If true, a 2024 Sonic game would put the series on a three-year run of major releases following Superstars 2023 and last year's Frontiers. So, if it's true, yeah, it'll make three new Sonic games in three years in a row, which is pretty cool, but... Um, I don't know. It may not be true, and then, like you said, later in December 2024 is when that Sonic 3 movie... will potentially release but uh i don't know we'll keep you guys updated if we hear anything we probably won't hear anything till next year if this is true but we'll keep you guys updated and i mean personally i'd like to see him kind of take a break and i mean maybe make a sequel to frontiers or just something else i mean there's not a whole lot you can do i mean that's why nintendo kind of waits and releases Mario's pretty far apart because there's only so much you can do. I mean, they've only had one 3D Mario game, new Mario game on the Switch. They've brought back 3D World and stuff like that, you know, remakes. So Sega could do some remakes, say, of Sonic Adventure or Sonic Adventure 2. You know, that'd be awesome. But I I think Sega needs to work on bringing back some old stuff while they're making on some new stuff just to prolong the releases of new games to make have more development time and better games well shoot that was the first technical to and going back to the mario it's technically the first 2d mario game to be on the switch natively anyways because the last one last 2d actual 2d mario game got released was nine years ago yeah it was uh new super mario Bros. u on the wii u and then they remade it u deluxe on the switch but well, they didn't remake it. They just ported it over. They just put a different name on it, Deluxe, to make it seem like he was getting something new. Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they, they spread out Mario releases pretty well. So, I mean, they do with Zelda, too. So, 
you know, in between new Zelda games, you get usually get a remake or a remaster, and same with Mario. So Sega could do something similar with Sonic if they wanted to, to, you know, make the development time on the Sonic games longer, get better games that way. Not that all their games are bad. Frontiers was a success, and then Superstar seems to be a success as well. But they have had some questionable Sonic games in the past. Bring back Adventures and Adventures 2. Yeah, that'd be... That'd be awesome. I'd be so happy with that. Those were some good games. I mean, originally on the Dreamcast, but I didn't have a Dreamcast, so I played them on the GameCube, which was the better versions as far as I have seen online. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously, CD, I mean, minus, you know, how Nintendo's harder now, but... For the most part, CDs are better, even though the GameCube wasn't technically a CD. It's a you know super small version, but being on a disc typically has better graphics than being on a cartridge. Well, the Dreamcast had discs, but was it? Mm-hmm. I mean, was it a disc? Mm-hmm. Full size disc? Okay, yeah. I'm thinking. Of... But just okay, when they brought it over to um, GameCube, you know they polished it up and you know made it look better and stuff makes sense yep dreamcast i think i think the saturn may have been cartridges still that may be what you're thinking of sega saturn very likely yeah i mean i know the genesis was cartridge but i think saturn was as well and then dreamcast was their first and last CD-based console. Because the Saturn was a 32-bit, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Believe so. All right. So, Phil Spencer talks Activision, Blizzard, and Game Pass in his Xbox official podcast. Uh, Yeah, he confirms that Activision Blizzard games won't come to Game Pass this year at all. Uh, And he quotes, now that the deal is closed, we are starting that work, but there is work to still be done. So, you know, we're getting it, or Xbox Game Pass users are getting it, rather, uh, but it's a work in progress. It's not going to be overnight, which we kind of figured at least for the new Call of Duty and stuff it would be take at least a year. Right. The older ones and older Activision titles in general, we figured it'd be a little bit quicker, like almost instantaneously, but I guess it does take I mean, even though they own Activision, they're still licensing and stuff because there's still music in those games and everything else that they have to hop through for it. Right. And he goes on to explain it a little more. That kind of makes sense. I understand. So it said he goes, he makes a example out of Bethesda when he bought, when they bought them. He says, when we finished the Bethesda acquisition, there was this great moment where we were able to put a bunch of the back catalog games on Game Pass and celebrate their history. The truth of the matter is with Activision Blizzard King, that regulatory process took so long that we weren't able to get in and work on that back catalog catalog work the Activision Twitter handle put out something that talked about 2024 and I think that's accurate 
I would love it if there was some kind of secret celebration drop that's coming in the next couple of weeks, but there's not. So basically, they were, they were spending so much time in court and worrying about getting the deal to go through at all, they didn't have time to set games aside and get them ready to put on Game Pass, which is, I mean, that's fair. You know, worry about making sure the thing goes through before you, you know, basically count your chickens for their hatch, you know. So, I mean, I understand it. It sucks, but I understand. We'll get those games eventually. I mean, just got to be a little more patient. At least this deal is through, and we are going to get them hopefully sometime next year, hopefully sometime early next year. But, yeah, it it's kind of disappointing, but I understand, you know, worry about court and get this deal through before you worry about putting games aside for Game Pass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we got time for one more. The PF PS5 Slim and Spider Man 2 bundle leaks. We don't make it through a podcast without talking about all three gaming companies for the most part. Right. Uh yeah, it got leaked by we definitely going to pronounce it since it's French, but I'm gonna call it Bill Bill Cun is the guy reports it. I know I'm way off. I never took French. Don't care for French. So, nope. uh, but on his website or on a website, Dillabs, which I'm assuming that is correct pronunciation. Uh, yet again, not an avid French, well, a French speaker at all. So I don't care. Uh, <laughs> the PS5 Slim Standard Edition bundled with Insomniac Spider-Man 2 launched in or yeah, well launch launches launches, yes, launches not launched in the US on November eighth, priced at five sixty or five nine dollars and ninety nine cents. My goodness. We'll be able to talk one of these days. That's the same price as the current standard edition PS five with Spider Man two. So I mean, take it as a deal or not. I don't know how much better to Slim is comparing to the actual PS5. That's yet to be determined. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Wait. But uh, yeah, so Spider-Man 2 actually also re released yesterday with Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I honestly forgot about it or I'd have had the review in here. Maybe that's a topic next week. Probably. But not no guarantees. I'm not the host. So. Uh, but that's all the time we have for this episode thanks for watching or listening remember you can always watch us live on twitch and youtube and follow us on instagram twitter facebook um join our discord server buy our merch on redbubble and anything else uh, i think that's it all right well thanks for Listen, and we'll catch you in the next episode. All right. Later, guys.